0: Hi I'm Hedley.
1: And I am Paul.
0: And between the two of us, uh, we love waffling about...
1: Uh, Wessex. Uh, Sometimes we may stray outside of the border of Wessex, off into Mercia or further north perhaps.
0: Whether it's abandoned railways, ancient trackways, abandoned canals, ridgeways or maybe even Roman roads. Who knows? (sighs) isn't again this just your youtube channel
1: paul i think we've discussed this headly. i think we've um we've given me a little bit of allowance to to waffle from time to time but that's where you're you're here to 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 balance the waffle um on slightly different subject matter and stop me from completely waffling for four hours long
0: that's uh, mission impossible right <laughs> <laughs> just kidding <laughs> off for the news section i guess so what what's been what what have you been seeing as happening in in the world of twitter at the moment
1: oh, well twitter's twitter's i mean is it on the brink of collapse is it going to carry on i don't know that tends to be where we spend most of our time i think you're perhaps more on facebook in the um the groups than i am potentially yeah but...
0: i i help um manage the ridgeway and ancient tracks group on facebook so we've got about eighty thousand followers on there and that's uh that's becoming, a feels like a full-time job at the moment. I uh, can
1: imagine. I, mean, I, I think I, yeah, I put a picture in there, didn't I, the other day, for the first time mm. in quite a while, of um, uh-huh. Chute Causeway, And I can guarantee mm. if I put something in that group, it gets a lot of likes. There's a, it's oh. a very active group, which is really good. Mm.
0: And you were up doing a video up there um, recently, weren't you? Because I was up there to go to Fosbury Camp. A few months back and that was oh, really yes. modern, lovely but it's a lovely area it really. Is. it
1: is Do you know the, the oddity is I, I i didn't use it for the location in terms of the video wasn't about juke causeway the video was about my little lost roman town but mm. it makes such a good backdrop that you can go there and you can walk on many of the different paths up there and mm. yeah, you've got a great backdrop straight away um, Revellous
0: country as well because revillius did his well I don't know which one it was but one of his paintings was from almost from where you were standing down the valley
1: yeah I, I guess almost down the hill a little bit mm. we used to call that Connaught, I don't know if it's called Connaught Hill but Connaught Hill we used to go down there on our bikes and try and get really fast on our bikes pedalling as, as fast as we could when we were kids and yeah looking to the left or looking to your west would potentially yes. be where that's taken from maybe or painted from yeah. should
0: we say yeah um, yeah
1: I I haven't really got a lot of news hedley I feel really bad that we've I've come to this party and I've got no news
0: um No I I haven't <laughs> either I mean it's it's all it's all about twitter and russia and everything at the moment isn't it there's yeah. there's not a lot happening uh uh, in our kind of wessex domain at the moment i think it are in a bit of a lull but uh, yeah, yeah yeah i yeah. mean
1: maybe maybe one day uh, episode 3 we'll have it in mind that i will come to this party and i will be prepared with news
0: but, yeah um, well i've got yeah. i've got one bit of news for you actually paul i've got one okay. bit of news i'm going to correct i'm going to you know how in your videos you kind of do sometimes at the end you turn the whole thing around so everything you said so far is void and you know you have a surprise we try well, we try and do that yes <laughs> yeah well in our last podcast i was harping on uh off the back of your video about seven springs being the the source of the thames now I, i've pulled up a bing map on my screen by the definition the source of the thames is just off the a436 at the national star college do you know where i'm getting to with this or do you need no I, no I why? don't
1: but i um, can i guess can i suggest that you yes suggest, yes can i suggest that you found another tributary to the river churn
0: i have and it's 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 the ob- and it sounds stupid but if you look on google earth i've got to get the right yeah and you tilt it so it's 3d you can see the river churn the valley so basically um yeah so it it starts just uh on the side of the a436 and it is a proper spring water literally coming out the ground it goes through one of those little pipe bridges under the road and it's carved out quite this big kind of valley that goes down east eastwards i think it is uh and what you get is it it the valley and the the river turn to the south and at at that point where they turn, that's where the stream coming from Seven Springs joins it, which yeah. is in a less obvious valley. And, you know, I'm looking at it. I, I want to go and have an actual look. I want to actually go drive mm. there and have a look, send the drone up, etc., etc., because I can't find on, on Google Maps. I can't find a street view that shows it uh, well enough. But well, now is a good me... time
1: of year as well, isn't
0: it? Well, it is. Yeah. And it, it's a very obvious valley. With the stream going down the middle, the stream from Seven Springs joins it. It then obviously is the River Churn, which then goes down and joins the, the Thames. At, I think it's quick okay. isn't it?
1: Yeah. So, so, so to recap yeah. then, mm. going by our definition that the source mm. of a river is the furthest point in the furthest tributary from mm. the mouth of the river. We concluded last week and in the video that it was the River Churn because the Churn goes further back. Than the river yeah. seven in its original source but what you're saying then is actually the river churn in itself has a longer tributary so yes. that that tributary yes. in itself is again mm. the further back source yeah well, then, then that's sold in my head is
0: yeah yeah and i've i've had a real good look at the maps and i can't see any other tributaries uh, to that that would be any longer and it's looking the one thing you can see from google maps is you can see the spring and on the side of the road it looks like a fairly busy road and there's nowhere really to stop. <coughs> on the side of the road you can see the spring with the water gushing literally out the side of the hill and then carving a valley down and then just before it gets to i think it's the medieval village of Cobley, um then the the brook from seven springs joins it so yeah. I'm convinced now that's the start of the Thames and it's, it's tantalisingly close to the top of the hills and therefore the watershed over to the Severn the other side in Cheltenham. So this would tie in with your, you know, watersheds video we did. So, yeah, it's somewhere I really need to go and have a look. All
1: right. Well, I'm sold. I am I mean, it's almost another video. It's almost a we got this wrong yeah. kind of. Yeah. You know, I
0: thought I'd wait to the podcast <laughs> to spring this on you. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's kind of my news. <laughs>
1: Well, that, that, that news works for me. Um, so should we go on to what we've been
0: up to? We bit of cycling up uh, over the Ridgeway today, over to West Stillsley, And uh, But last week I took my mother for a walk up in Wiltshire on the Pusey Downs. I know
1: where Pusey, the valley and the vale mm. is, yeah. but the Pusey Downs yeah. is at the north side, the south side...
0: So, it's the Pusey Downs, uh, are kind of the southern edge of the Marlborough Downs. So, if you imagine, um, <clears throat> the North Wessex Downs being kind of like a, a horseshoe on its side, uh, yeah. with the um, the opening facing east with Newbury in the opening, and then uh, you've got on the the sort of the west of that, the curved bit, you've got the the Pusey Downs. Um, so I mean, it's, it's just a line of hills, basically, east to west. Uh, they're, they're, they're quite high. Um, they include the highest hill in Wiltshire, which, again, is probably another subject for you one day for your videos. Um, but, you know, I, I thought maybe I'd sort of describe them <clears throat> sort of east to west. Where I, um, So I think it's probably just outside of the Pusey Downs. but I kind of see that Martin Sell Hill is the first point on on there i oh, um, yep,
1: i know
0: well yeah I know well. yeah yeah so it's nice so you you know obviously that's kind of just down uh, below uh, marlborough now Medi- Marta,
1: medieval rubbish dump is that all right? <laughs> medieval rubbish or, dump yeah that's no, right or, or even further back maybe it's a, a prehistoric rubbish dump yes
0: yeah. but well, certainly i think it's it's, a kitchen it's a, yeah it's an iron age hill fort on top yeah yeah lovely
1: but area, it's lovely it's,
0: area. it's lovely and it's it has a huge escarpment um top to bottom i mean it just drops down into the the valley um and the top of it is 289 meters high yeah. um and then you know the views up there especially on a kind of a, a winter's morning where you've got cloud inversion or a fog inversion and you're up there and you look out to the east with the sun coming up that's a yeah. picture i really need to get stunning stunning hill and you can you can see it from absolutely miles it's really quite prominent i've um, never
1: i've never been to the western end of it where the escarp mm. the main escarpment is is that correct i've been to bit where the bench is
0: yes so you've got the, the bench and the, the tree on its own yes um which you know is is kind of a, a landmark really yeah yeah. Um, and then but what I've you have been to just...
1: that end bit where they, where they, no. they almost because it was it, what's it called a prominent promontory hill fort or something on the end
0: yes yeah. yes yeah yeah well that's on the giant's grave uh, which again ah, okay. is stunning so you have the mid wilts way which uh in fact i think it runs most of the way through the pusey downs as well but uh i think you've got the tan hill way and the mid wilts way this is where i get confused again um and the mid wilts way skirts around the side of martin Sel hill yeah and i think the white horse trail meets it as it goes down to giant's grave and i've forgotten who lives there there's a conservative mp and ex-mp very famous there. Is it doug douglas i can't remember anyway oh, okay. someone lives down here in, in rainscombe house at the bottom and sent yep. their gardener to tell me off for f- flying the drone there but yeah, yeah <laughs> you know. um but so uh, you've got the giant's grave which you know is, is kind of a long hill that dives down towards the village of ore um, yes. <clears throat> absolutely stunning and then above the village of ore i think you've got hewish hill um and you've got a little uh, village of hewish in the hill so we're going a, a little bit further west now and there's some earthworks along the top. And you've got, um, and this was great from the drone. You you have uh, a small woodland in the shape of a heart. Oh, is it woodland, but uh-huh. it's these bushes anyway. Yeah. In the sh- uh, quite big in the shape of a heart. And I uh, sold a couple of pictures of that. And in late summer, I don't know what plants it is, but it's all red. So you've got this red heart on oh, the side okay. of the hill. Wow. And you, you can't see it from the ground. I, I caught it on Google Maps when I was looking. The places to fly around them. So d- um,
1: deliberate, do you think? I mean, are we yes. talking oh about yes. a yeah. plant it's, it's deliberate it's with red? Very,
0: yeah, very manicured. I mean, it might be that there was a patch kind of heart shaped and they decided yeah. to make a different heart shape. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, and then you're kind of moving then into the, the, the actual National Nature Reserve of Pusey Downs and the Triple SI as you go a bit further west. You've got, I think it's Gopher Wood um and and this is the whole area you're getting towards the area where they were in your video dragging the stonehenge stones down um, yeah so yeah. yeah yeah and uh yeah that, that's nice you again you've got another kind of ridge that dives down towards uh hewish which is absolutely gorgeous along there and then you've got kind of a ridge of hill you've got the, the fantastic named golden ball hill with his <laughs> pond on top um yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I think they're the <laughs> town the t- Yeah. Uh but the views are great. And you can see right across to Salisbury Plain. So you you yeah. kind of on um on a when they're I mean at the moment they're training the Ukrainians artillery practice over there. So you, you can be walking along and there's just a big thud noise. Yeah. Uh, well you know, like when we were walking up there for yeah, um, a few weeks back video a few weeks back. Yeah. Um so yeah, you kind of got a ridge diving down there. Um and then a bit further along you have Naphill Hill. So again, it's all the same line of hills. You've got naphill and it's got like a, um, a Neolithic, um, causewayed enclosure. That's what it is. I've got some notes here actually. Yeah. So there's a causewayed enclosure. Um, and there was also uh, a Romano-British settlement at one point as well. Yeah. Um, so, and it's, it's, it's gorgeous. The views, it's 180 degrees 180 degree views from up there down into the vale of pews here absolutely stunning and then you've got the kennet and avon canal going through the middle of that as well um and then there's, sorry
1: yeah that's that so that's just south of west woods because you mentioned obviously the Mm. the david nash with the stonehenge yes and and the which way did the stones go because obviously they found out where they came from and yeah it's yes. between it's been my little theory well not my personal theory of course but between knap hill and adam's grave obviously you've got the the shallower part of the ridge
0: that's right where seemed it, like the most yeah.
1: obvious sort of point to go down the hill there i guess yeah, yeah i remember and, that i remember that
0: and that's again I've, I've probably overused the word stunning already but that's where you get a lot of artists doing a lot of artist paintings down there i know like anna dylan's done one and everything and yeah. you've got a uh, that's that's the best place to park as well incidentally you've got that free car park down there yes uh absolutely stunning so that whole area is um that's the the parish council for Alton. so you got um so coming off the ridge for a minute down into the valley you've got Alton Barnes and Alton priors um so you down there each each, the two villages kind of run into each other Alton priors is just north of Alton Barnes and then you've got the kind of little village of Honey Street just below it was a, a great mm. cafe does some amazing breakfast I mean they're medium breakfast mm. you know I can't handle it God knows what their large ones like but Alton Barnes is is stunning you've got um, there, there's a little church in Alton Barnes uh, St Mary's Church uh, right next to um, where David Carson comes from as well the, um, yeah. and then yeah. next to you, you've you got Alton Priors which is All Saints Church which is I think it's kind of it's really old it's a 12th century church um mm. and i remember him saying there's a video done by the hidden Wiltshire guys yeah. Uh, yeah. um really worth searching on youtube i've, I've Just, seen
1: that video yeah it is yeah, very good it, i, I really love it when good. when people really put that effort into the production and mm. it's got everything the music yeah. the drone footage it, it's got yeah. a bit of everything and it, it's obviously got a lot of the history too but yeah really really worthwhile mm. watch
0: yeah, not, not to big up the competition or anything, but uh, it's you can't deny the fact it's, it's worth watching. It's got some stunning evening and morning, I think it's evening drone footage on there by Glyn Coy. And uh, yes, yeah, yeah. So there's him, him and Paul Timler interviewing David Carson and walking over the downs. And they're saying about the little path going between Orton Barnes Church and Orton Prior's Church was uh, the, the stone, the flagstones were laid because the, the, the cleric didn't want to get his uh, cassock yeah, uh, wet and yeah, dirty yeah. as he went on. And in fact, I think Alton Pryce he mentioned there's a uh, a yew tree that's 1,700 years old there. Oh that
1: that is just crazy,
0: isn't it? That is crazy. That's, that's so yeah. basically
1: that's that we're talking. Right. The Romans would have seen that mm. yew tree, yeah. that very yew tree, at yeah. the end of the Roman era. Mm. Just we'd have been looking. They'd have been looking at the same yew tree that we look at today. Yeah. Oh, that's and that's, there's,
0: there's got to be a because yew trees last forever don't they they kind of get quite wide don't they at the bottom yeah. and and you know you you often see them in churchyards there's got to be a mm. website somewhere i haven't looked but it's got to be a website listing the oldest ones in the country if that if 1, yeah. 1700 years doesn't you know the only mm. other tree like that i've seen is the dragon tree in tenerife but i can't remember how old that is but that's that's really really old yeah, but, yeah. Um, oh someone
1: will know, know there's yeah.
0: there's a mystery for our viewers we'll yeah. the tree, what's the oldest tree in the country oldest tree yeah, yeah. and you've you got Orton uh, Barnes down there so you've got um, as I said you've you got Honey Street uh, just below that down to the south and that's yeah. where the Kennet and Avon Canal goes through the middle of Honey Street and yeah. it's a lovely area the Cloud, Canal Towpath takes you along to um, uh, Woodborough Hill and Pict Hill I think Woodborough Hill is actually on David Carson's land um, right well he does not own the land. He he, he manages the land, um, and he was showing us around that area, uh, and along there. And there's um there's also a like a, a monument to a downed Albemarle bomber, in ah, the okay. um in the in the World War, Second World War. And yeah. um, also there are tank traps going over the bridges there. It's wonderful. Yeah. And and Honey Street itself is great. So you say so you've got the cafe there, but you've also got Crop Circle Museum. Um, really <laughs> yeah no i don't know quite how this fit i mean the, the, the crop circles i mean i don't know what the landowners actually think of the crop circles i i believe that they they used to sort of the crop circle makers used to congregate at the, the barge Inn, the pub in honey street <coughs> and uh yeah. plan their circles uh yeah sorry to kill anyone's Dreams if they're <laughs> aliens or anything, but um but some of them I mean, it's worth going. So I think it's a free museum to go in. It's quite small, but it's a free museum. They've got some wonderful large pictures in there. And there's there was um pictures of some of the recent ones. I mean, they're absolutely incredible. So you know there's I mean this bodes the question when you say a crop circle museum, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's 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 pictures, right? I mean, there's nothing you can yes. put in the museum it's, that's physical, no, is it? I mean, it's well,
0: yeah, it's pictures with a very brief description, um, because, you know, obviously the, these have been going on for a while. And you you can tell that more recently they're becoming more sophisticated, which is. Do you know,
1: yeah. Oh, completely. Sorry you know, mm. To interrupt. When I was when I was a kid, I used to love mm. this. Right. Because it mm. was like, oh, wow. Crop circles, aliens, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And my mum took me to a talk in Monkston Village Hall, Monkston's in Hampshire, mm. not far from Andover, mm. with the guy who was part of the Trogs? because he was very much into it at the time okay i can't remember the guy you know the Trogs, as in wild thing
0: yeah yeah
1: um and he did a speech on it and i and i bought a book as a kid i bought a book on crop circles because i got a picture of low. it was like 1987 or something like this Um, and i was like 10 and i Hmm. was i was fascinated as a 10 year old by crop circles and yeah i've got i've got this book downstairs now to this day i've got this book that he signed Hmm. Oh, if I can remember the name of the guy from the Trogs, people will be screaming and bashing their keyboards now. Um, but yeah, he wrote this book on crop circles as, as a believer of crop circles, which as oh, a wow. 10 year old boy I was too. Fascinating. So they've got wow. a museum. I didn't even know they had this museum. This is
0: brilliant. Chris, <laughs> Chris Britton, Pete Lucas, uh, Chris Allen, John Doyle, or Darren Bond. There you are. There's the Trogs. Okay. It is. Good old Wikipedia. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. And, and again, this you know you always you you hear about involvement of bands back in those days in you know country. Thing. I mean, just up the road hmm. from here, you've got um, a little house where the band Traffic used to live up right. in the hills. And yeah. um, apparently, the the Rolling Stones were seen there. And who else was it? Oh, I can't remember. I've got a really bad memory but mm-hmm. uh, Joe, Co- Joe Cocker apparently i yeah. have seen that apparently he fell into a ditch. So it's, you, know, <laughs> you, you get, you get some um, interesting stories. I was wondering what crop circles actually, especially the ones in Wiltshire, if we could ever get inside information, when they're actually going to be made, you know, if we can yeah. get into the barge you know, in Street or something like, that and just get some information, <laughs> and then send the drones up at night, because you, I think that yeah, is legal in the UK, and drive. see if we can see, you know, if we can film them being made. Oh, they probably hide yeah. really quickly and turn all their lights out. Yeah, yeah just thinking out loud. <laughs> just thinking out loud. So, <clears throat> this is also the area where the Ridgeway would have gone, um, instead of yeah. instead of ending at uh, near Avebury. It would have carried on down through this area, probably all the way down to Lyme Regis on the south coast. Uh, again, yeah. that's I got that information from the hidden Wiltshire video with David Carson. So that's, that's quite interesting. Mm. But you can see, you can kind of make it out as it goes past these two churches. So yeah. Um. So further along, you have Walker's Hill, with uh, Adam's grave on the top. Now this, this really is a, a bit special. Um. So. Adam's Grave is basically a, uh, well, it was it was a Neolithic chambered long barrow. I think it obviously destroyed at some point, uh, mostly. Right. Um, and I think Anglo, it says here, Anglo-Saxon period is known as Woden's Barrow. And it was the site of two battles um, at, at that time as well. And it's an incredible place to go. You can walk up from the car park. It's not a long walk. It's not a huge climb. But you stand on top. You, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you that's where
1: we parked. We parked there, that yeah, That's right. We yeah. went a different direction.
0: We we went obviously. the opposite. We we went north yeah. up towards Wandsdyke, Um yes. But yeah, you walk, Walker's Hill. Um, it's absolutely stunning. You stand on the top and you then got a 360 degree view and you, you're standing on a pinnacle on top. So, you know, yeah. I, it, just today on Twitter, I posted a drone shot of uh, standing on there and you know the land just dropping away in all directions and. I mean, I can't imagine a better place for sunrise or sunset than, than you know, Adam's yeah. grave on Walker's Hill.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So th- the path continues along. This is where a walk I did, the walk I did with my mum a couple of weeks back, I think under two weeks back. Um, so again, you've got uh, the Alton Barnes uh, white horse on Milk Hill, um, which is next to Adam's grave. So uh, the horse is 180 by 160 feet. Uh, It was cut in 1812, so it's not that old. It's nowhere near as old as um, Uffington horse, you know, which is three and a half thousand years old, potentially. But um, it's a very, this is a very fine looking horse. It was modeled on the Churhill white horse. Um, Again, it's one of those things from down in the valley. It looks really, really nice, really uh, special. And people come. You know, from Mars to see it, but then when you walk along the path, which goes right past the horse's ears, you almost miss it because it all it looks like is kind of dirty gravel. It, it doesn't look like a horse, and you, you if you didn't yeah. know it was a, the horse was there, you you wouldn't notice it. But yeah, I know uh, David Carson was saying to me um, about how they rechalk it because he had you know army connections, you know, Colonel. The name Colonel gives it away. Um, he actually had, I think it was a Chinook. Come in and with a big uh, net underneath and drop loads of uh, chalk. Oh, so, oh,
1: okay, I was under the impression mm. they may. Oh, I'm sure I've seen a video, like a Tom Scott video, where they actually mm. hammer it as well. So, in other words, yes. it breaks it up and obviously yeah. you get fresher chalk. But I guess that, yeah. only, that can only go on for a second. I think at a time.
0: I think they call it scouring. They they call it scouring. Oh. I mean, I know Uffington White Horse. I know a few people have scoured the horse and they, they they have bags of this stuff up there. But with the Uffington horse, you can drive most of the way up to it and
1: but
0: yeah i think i I think also with uffington you've got a lot more volunteers everyone knows the uffington horse everyone wants to be a part of it whereas with the the alton barnes white horse it's a little bit people know about it but yeah i i think you know to get however many tens of tons of chalk to it they just david just decided chinook was the the best way (laughs) to do it i guess why (laughs) why not so yeah um, and we're getting there now so we've got so that brings us to sort of Milk Hill and Tan Hill and they're connected so you at this point you've got Wandsdyke come into the area yeah coming in at exactly the spot where you and I went um on the, the video you did um yeah where you 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 became um kind of entranced by the Earthworks, if I remember. Oh,
1: I, I love it! Yeah. And Re,
0: Re, Rebecca, Rebecca uh, found that quite funny. Um, but uh, yeah, so Milk Hill and Tan Hill are connected by Wanstike, and this is the point where Wanstike is its most spectacular. Between uh, Milk Hill and Tan Hill, it's it's straight as a die. It's absolutely huge, uh, and from the air, it looks incredible. But I know that um, so Milk Hill comes under David's land and i believe tim door is well he certainly lives uh in near all cannings and he uh built a long barrow just under tan hill and rybury cap um in fact when it was a dry summer this this year they found a a town there i think that was glenn coy was the uh, the drone photographer for that Uh, yeah an old town just reappeared but there was a discussion whether tan hill or milk hill were the higher ones Because whichever one's highest is effectively the highest point in Wiltshire, and visually yeah. you can't tell them apart. From from any any angle, you can't tell them apart. They both look huge. And back in two thousand and nine, I think it was Countryfile did a, a program on this, uh, with John Craven and, and, and his gang, and they found out that Milk Hill, I think, was something like half a foot higher <laughs> using GPS measurements yeah. than uh, Tan Hill. Uh, Mm -hmm. so how how that plays out between the landowners i don't know you'd
1: think uh, that'd be cut and dry wouldn't you you think that'd be a really yeah i mean yeah i don't
0: know yeah it's it's a difficult one but but certainly i mean that that whole area so i've described quite a long area that i've waffled on for a long time but that whole area (laughs) is absolutely stunning and i've done several walks and mountain bike rides along it um and i i recommend it to anyone i really do Mm. Uh, it's going to feature in the exhibition I'm doing with Anna next year. We've already got some pictures being framed up for one yeah. psych area. Uh, yeah. Absolutely stunning! Absolutely stunning. Excellent. Anyway, that's that's what I've been up to.
1: Well, that sounds really good. Sounds really good. Uh, everything I seem to be doing at the moment seems to be canal related or abandoned canal related. I'm just trying to think back of what I've been doing this week myself. Um, and despite obviously today's video being about Lording's Lock, which we'll come to you probably in less than ten minutes. But what I've been up to this week, I've been doing another canal video, abandoned canal video. So ages ago, we did a video on the Salisbury and Southampton Canal. So it's basically two arms
0: mm-hmm. of
1: a canal. They did uh, they did Salisbury down to um, uh, like a uh, Mottisfont where it hooked up with the Andover Canal. It then went down to Redbridge on the Andover Canal. And then the other branch was uh, Redbridge into Southampton. And they had intended to get to the itching. Um, They built a very long tunnel underneath uh, Southampton um, and that sits one foot underneath the current railway tunnel. whole nother story which I won't go into Um, but the focus of this video was on the other end the Salisbury end of the canal and how far did they get and it's amazing I find that what I love about it is no one really knows. So the documented evidence says they got as far as Alderbury, so they didn't even get as far as Salisbury they got as far as Alderbury and Alderbury Wharf so that's like two miles um two or three miles to the uh east of Salisbury and that was the that was as far as the canal went they opened it sort of 1802 1803 and it was abandoned within like 10 years complete failure but when you have a look at some of the newspaper records from 1780 1789 Mm. there's so much talk about this wonderful canal that's going to be built. It's going to link Southampton up to Bath and Bristol, and then all of the, the canal network in the Midlands and it's canal mania is going mad. And the one big problem they had was Aldbury Hill. They were going to have to build a tunnel under Aldbury Hill. Now, if you go to Aldbury, you'll find a road named Tunnel Hill. So okay. for years now, I've been thinking, there has to be a tunnel. Um, Paul Clifton, who is a BBC Transport correspondent, also says, yeah, yeah there's, there's, they definitely started a tunnel. Um, and for the life of me, I cannot find any documented evidence to say they even started. Yet there's a road in Alderbury called Tunnel Hill. So I said, OK, Rebecca, we're going to go and do a video on Alderbury Tunnel. Don't care if it existed, because some of the best videos are about tunnels that yeah. didn't even exist. So it's, whatever so we this week we made a video on Alderbury tunnel did they build it did we find any evidence it existed and everything that surrounds it and it was great fun really good fun we, we love doing a video where you know if, if i go in an old railway tunnel there's only so much you can film you can tell the story mm. you're just in a dark tunnel you get yeah. torches and you're just showing oh there's a wall yeah. there's a there's a recess um but to tell a story of a tunnel where no one really knows Ask a local. Oh, I don't know why it's called Tunnel Hill, and yeah, that that fascinates me. So that was our adventure mm. this week.
0: That sounds yeah. great.
1: Bit different, but there'll be a video, obviously, within a few weeks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, lucky. I'm just again, I'm just looking on Wikipedia. it says, I mean, state it says status mainly destroyed, obviously. Um, but it, it says there was a section that was reused by the Southampton and Dorchester Railway when it was constructed. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah it says, probably so yeah, yeah probably so
0: because the tunnel
1: that yeah. went under Southampton mm. the railway tunnel at one point when they were digging it they found it and even mm. even back in 2010 they had to take into consideration the canal tunnel that was underneath the railway tunnel mm. I think part of an old BBC again this Paul Clifton said part of an old BBC building sunk a bit and again it was because of this canal tunnel it was under Southampton but did they build the Alderbury tunnel nobody knows nobody genuinely nobody knows to this day why they built it because also when they finished when they finished when they stopped at Alderbury Wharf there are still bits of canal you can Mm. find just in sporadic sections down towards Salisbury so
0: Mm.
1: it doesn't None of it adds up so I won't I won't give too many spoilers because it's a video for the next few weeks yeah um, but yeah it's it's a video of what we've been filming all about whether this canal tunnel was built started not started um, and the sort of the mystery that surrounds it that's kind of what we love
0: and you, you you uploaded a video today as well i and it was the, was it the canal invention that they didn't want you to know about or something and i i've only watched half of it because of having to record this podcast at the same yeah. time so i know <laughs> I know your day's been a bit convoluted with you know having to delay or well, hasten loading because of world cups oh like
1: yeah I delayed it a bit because yeah. of the open opening game for the world cup yeah um, I don't think I'll delay for any other games but I think mm. the opening game and an England games probably should should take precedent but y- mm. you join me and Headley on a Sunday evening yeah. um that's not to say we'll re- always record these on a Sunday evening but just here we okay. are on a Sunday evening normally mm. what I do at this time Headley is i'm sat mm. on my phone yeah you can't see it because it's blotted it out here's my phone. <laughs> um and i'm sat for the rest of the evening going hmm, where how's the video doing how's the video i'm constantly refreshing youtube studio to tell where the video is compared to other videos because that first two hours will mm. basically tell you how the video is going to do for the rest of its life which is
0: okay okay I, I couldn't I, I couldn't get hung up on that. I, I you know, I, I post a picture and then just answer any comments that come in. I'm, But then I, I'm not dealing with the, the number of followers that you are. So. <laughs>
1: well, the, the opportunity exists.
0: Well, you yes. To, yes to cha-
1: well, you can change the thumbnail. If you change the mm. thumbnail, that has an impact on the click-through rate of the video.
0: Oh, I um, oh, so didn't if, know that.
1: It, yeah, at any point, you can change the thumbnail mm. and you can then watch how that affects the views Mm. so Mm. our most popular video Mm. um was the failed channel tunnel videos uh, Mm. the failed channel tunnels yeah
0: um
1: and the first three or four hours it wasn't doing very well i changed the thumbnail redesigned the thumbnail and it just took off
0: oh Um, wow
1: so it does work which is which is wrong because you you should be of marked on the merit of your video rather than what the thumbnail looks like
0: but yeah that's, yeah. that's youtube <laughs> yeah i i quite liked your uh your second most popular video that was that was probably my favorite
1: well is it edley or is it now the third most popular video that's the question
0: is it oh yeah. wow Yeah, because the subject of recording
1: because the subject of today's video is the mm. lordings lock oh hold on I've just broken myself.
0: <laughs> okay, so uh, just uh, for, for for people, Sandy, Paul is just repairing his headset, and I, I it looks like he's back. He put. <laughs> I've got one. This, this is a wireless headset, but I just don't trust it wireless. But I keep pulling the wire out myself, so can't but wait. So anyway. yeah,
1: as as we Lording's Lock, did, Lordings yes, Lock video we did with Brian, um,
0: well, Brian King. That yeah,
1: that's now yeah. in second place, bizarrely which is just well, crazy. Yeah,
0: but it's a really good one. So that was the one with the water wheel. So yeah, I believe when you when you did that. So what cuz it is called a noria or something. What's a yeah. noria? Well, so the context is we went and
1: visited the Way and Aran Canal and the Aran Navigation mm. a year ago. We made a video and we found all these weird and wonderful bits, wonderful. Um, and we found this lock with a wheel. It mm. really questioned it, we just said, oh, well, that looks great, blah, blah, blah. Off we went. Brian got in touch and said, come and make a video on, on mm. the water wheel, the wheel. So we went and made the video with him. But the first thing he said to us, he said, now, um, do you play Wordle? And we said, well, we, we went for a phase. Yeah. He said, all right, Noria, N-O-R-I-A. That's the key to this video, Noria. And that is a water wheel that picks up water and puts it higher up. So yeah, that,
0: so, that's it. So the way I got it, I mean, this this is absolutely ingenious. The fact that you're trying to get water from a river and you're trying to get it up to a canal, which is much higher. And the way you do that is you have one channel which lets water in, which basically effectively turns the wheel. And then you have another channel, which I think there was a little gate on it that you raise and that fills the buckets when it's the river's high enough. And then that then, you know... The wheel powers it up and puts it onto a spillway, which then goes into the canal. So I, I was watching that. But when you when you did that, because I I think it was, it was the mid-90s or something, wasn't it? That they, they were reconstructing the lock there. Yeah, then guy they, called they, Winston, According to your video. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Winston Harwood. Har, I think it was Harwood. Oh, I mind? can't remember. Yeah, I
1: can't remember his name. <coughs> but
0: but yeah, yeah. when you went, it wasn't flowing, was it? Because the level wasn't high enough.
1: Oh, uh, do you know what? The level was like two inches too low, <laughs> uh, and this is it. And uh, But we didn't mind that because it kind of highlighted the plight of this mm. canal because you mm. thinking. And then Brian said to us, well, give it two months and it'll be too high because it'll just mm. flood the will. Yeah. So really this wonderful, potentially wonderful invention is only effective for two months of the year or however the season allows. And it just it sounded crazy but it, that's the way it was um but you describe it perfectly Eddie. you describe it absolutely perfectly that's exactly what it did it picked up water from the river aaron below and it moved it about six or seven feet to the canal mm. um and brian who we met on the day who's been responsible for the last a uh, year or so um yeah oh, he was he was an engineer and a half wasn't he you know you saw the videos engineer and a half really hands-on um let's just get this done kind of guy you know let's just Mm. let's just do that and we're like oh brian should we should we walk around that bit no 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 and you know (laughs) 75 year old brian jumps over the fence and you know leaps down onto this and that and yeah hands-on guy who without him it wouldn't have yeah Mm. ever could have got that far
0: so how i mean you said i think in the video it was uh i've got it here 1780 i think that it opened it like it was working for about 100 years so i mean i i you know better than me how a canal works if it's only lifting more i mean i, I suppose the the original wheel might be slightly different dimensions and construction and everything i don't know but you know if it's only working for some of the time what what happens to the highest point of a canal it just kind of well yeah up. great question yeah, yeah good
1: question i mean yeah. they there's no recorded drawings or mm. plans for that wheel. So they don't really know. At what period it worked. Did mm. they build it afterwards? Did they build it for the canal? No one really knows. I don't, As far as I'm aware. Um, but that canal did have other feeders. It had another reservoir. Vespas reservoir. Something like that. Mm. So it, it wasn't solely reliable. No. sorry, On that wheel. Mm. Um, I think it was a great help. When it did work. Mm. Uh, because of the amount of water it put in but other than that they had to rely on the reservoirs they built for it um, mm. but it's it just I mean yeah Brian his enthusiasm and his passion for it is just we love to see that we love to see someone that's done this and mm. show everybody and yeah it's got 340,000 views which is mm. crazy it's just bonkers but it shows you that it's really all about um, that bit of heritage, that bit of canal, hmm. um, rather than anything else, and it's it's wonderful to see. Um, Brian keeps messaging. He says, oh, am I a national treasure yet? I said, yes, <laughs> yes you are, Brian. Yes, you are. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: We'll have to. Have you? He sounds very. He sounds like a character. Have you done one on Tim Doors uh, Longbury yet? Because that could be a future one if he if you wanted that.
1: Yeah, no, I haven't. We haven't. I, I think. Yeah the interview style videos I like doing. Yeah. They're difficult to do, but I've got to sort of mm. use my brain a bit and we need two cameras on the go so I can interview someone and then I've got plenty of cutaway. Um, but I think, yeah, I think the Tim Dorr one could work definitely. Um, yeah. But it's also about doing it in a really respectful way because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's used as a modern burial. That was the whole it episode. Is, it, it is.
0: I, I was lucky enough to go in there and it, it's, um, the, the temperature follows the season. I think i probably said this before, the temperature yeah. follows the season. So it's you know it's warm in the autumn and it's, it's cool in the, the spring. But, uh, and and it is, it's used as, um, you know, there are you know urns in there. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know what the implications of uh, it might, it's probably that you wouldn't be able to actually film in it, but certainly no, flying no. around and stuff and talking yeah. to Tim. So with the water wheels, are they, sorry, I hope you don't mind all these questions. I'm, I'm intrigued. Uh-huh. Well, that style of water while where you've got um you know you've got a, a pickup channel and you've got a kind of a driving channel, is that were they common? You know, well
1: I, I don't know of any other Brian kept on using the phrase the only surviving Noria in the country.
0: Mm. Yeah. And
1: what he didn't allude to was how many more he knew it that did exist. So mm. yeah, my question, and this is again for our viewers perhaps, is how many other Noria's were there? Because I don't know of any. People keep on going, oh yeah, I know of one, but then actually it turns out that it isn't a, a Noria in its true sense. It's just mm. a water wheel that did something different or like it carried water downwards or whatever. Mm. But the Noria definition to pick up water from a lower level than where it's placing it um, mm. using that system of buckets. And as you said, uh, Edley, two, two points of entry, one to power the wheel. So you need a big enough drop and the other to go in at a certain level uh, and go round and then fill the buckets themselves. Um, mm. There are some in the Middle East, I think, that still survive and still working today. But in mm. the UK, I'd love to know if there were more in that invention. Because the, the people that built the canal or came up with that principle, where did they get the idea from? Did,
0: was it just in someone's head? Or It's, it's, it's you ingenious. Yeah. You've you got this water to get from here to here, and you've got no energy source at all, other yeah. than the flow of the water. It's, yeah. it's, it's really really clever.
1: It is, and there, uh, there were a lot of these engineers went from canal to canal. Certainly in the West Country there's a guy called James Green who loved the idea of boat lifts. Instead of mm-hmm. locks, he loved boat lifts. And he had three or four different attempts on three or four different canals. Bude Canal, the grand, uh, the Great Western Canal. Um, and one more, I can't remember the name of. But I wonder, I love the notion of that they these people knew each other, and they knew what they were trying there, and they knew what they were trying there. But where did this notion come from? As you say, did it just come up with it? Right, we've got we've got a water source, so well, there's our power. How do we convert that energy into lifting the water? And I wonder, yeah, like I said, where where did all these ideas come from? I'd love to yeah. know. But I guess we're never going to find out.
0: Frustratingly. Um, And I'm wondering if maybe, because obviously it was covered up and it was uncovered during canal uh, uh, lock restoration works. Well, that's probably not that common, those kind of restoration works. So what's to say there weren't lots of them? I mean, you know, there were ultimately superseded like things like the Crofton uh, pumping beam engine station for the Kennet and Ave and stuff like that, you know. But that that was quite a late kind of invention. I'm wondering if these Norias were maybe used elsewhere. Um, It'd be Uh, interesting to find out
1: absolutely if i can't find out if alderbury Mm. tunnel was built started constructed or not built then what else did they do that they Mm. didn't document then Mm. to my head yeah i completely agree then who knows there could be another three or four of these around the place Mm. you know that they tried at least failed or not failed um who knows Mm. absolutely but you know our, our thanks continue to go out to brian for his time on that day um we, we love to chuck in the odd sort of tongue-in-cheek bit. Like when we we're driving across the field at the start of the video and I said, um, we've been told to stay in first gear. I have, no, I have no idea how to stay in first gear. I've probably had a hundred comments of people telling me how to use an automatic um, using paddle gears. I don't know. I just sat in the car and drove. But it's funny how people go, ah, oh, this is what you do. If you want to change gear in an automatic, you use the paddles on the wheel, But... It all adds up to a video that does well because people are interacting with it, even if yeah. they're shouting at you to yeah. change gear. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. No, we did. We had to drive probably a mile and a half across those fields. So there's another thing you probably couldn't do now because it'd be so muddy.
0: And it wasn't a four by four. It was just a genuine normal.
1: Oh, oh yeah. I'm I'm in a hire car at the moment, and the only okay. hire car they've got spare is a Golf GTI boy racer. It's yeah. like two inches off the ground. It's got windows yeah. as wide as your house. And Fast on not...
0: the tarmac, but yeah. not over a field. Yeah, yeah.
1: it's not for yeah. a choice, I can assure you that. But I I, I, I struggle in the rain, let alone across a field.
0: And the um, police have caught many of those ch- chasing them into ploughed fields before. So. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, so, so... That,
1: that was it. That was Lording's Lock, uh, or Lording's Lock mm. and Waterwheel, and or I think it's mm. Orford Lock and Lording's mm. Lock, but yeah it's mm. a wonderful place you should go and visit really
0: should. i should and um, i liked in your video today the uh this um what are they called not the spillways the, the the kind of the overflow bits where the canal yeah. gets a certain level and then it kind of drains down and then ultimately into a river it reminds yeah. me of the um there's this kind of a sculpture water sculpture in newbury off the Kennet and, Avon, and oh, yeah. when the the lock gets to its top it it overflows and it makes this kind of vortex in a yeah. thing and it reminds me a little
1: bit of that yeah i, d- I didn't want to we only intended to make that about a seven or eight minute video they just restored mm. these over these overspills. i thought oh how can we name the video yeah well they didn't want to use these, so let's call it the the, the things they didn't want to use but then of course we bumped into basil um mm. yeah if you haven't seen the second part of the video you've, you haven't seen basil yet
0: no i've 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 right. literally got it on tab here it's halfway yeah. Halfway
1: through before we did In a minute, you're going to see an 85 year old volunteer, similar wow. to Brian but older, um, called Basil. And he's a lovely guy. And he told us all about Pucium Locks. Pucium Locks wasn't even supposed to be in the video, it was supposed to be just about mm. these newly restored overspills they've made. Um, mm. But Pucium Locks is the, the second part of the video. So, um, yeah, mm. it turned into a video that we weren't expecting it to turn into.
0: That's brilliant. Bizarre. Brilliant. <laughs>
1: So yeah, that okay. was
0: the audience look. Hmm. It's, it's, it's great. And I can see it's not just your splash page that gets the, the viewers. That, that was just a genuinely great video to watch. So I'm not, not going to give you a big head here. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we've got a section called listeners mysteries. Um, yeah, we have. Now, obviously, we've recorded so far these first two podcasts and potentially the third before we even air them. So yeah. it's been, we haven't had a section, but if anyone has got any mysteries uh, regarding Wessex, you know, it could be anything. It could be regarding paths, canals, people, history, culture, arts, mm-hmm. photography, anything, you know, farming, anything to do with Wessex uh, whatsoever. Do send us your mysteries you can contact myself and paul on twitter uh or any other mechanism by youtube and i think we're also on instagram and and that that new one um mastered oh, yes just i've still just not got in, to for that, it but we're trying yeah <laughs> I, I i'm I'm, got a group to get to that. I'm using it as a, a lifeboat if um if twitter did yeah i don't think it will i can't imagine someone plowing billions and billions into buying something only to kill it straight off yeah yeah yeah. hopefully not yeah Um, i think you're right i think so listeners mysteries now i haven't got anything at the moment obviously um but i believe you might
1: oh so well somebody messaged me on twitter yesterday um and they said and and, and thankfully i can answer this mystery for us now so we so rather Hmm. than keeping it open for a, a week or two they are we're in a village called highbury in dorset And they said, oh, I can see like a canal like feature. Um, What exactly is that? Um, And it didn't take me too long to remember that we'd actually done two videos on what was called the Dorset and Somerset Canal. Um, And again, it was built in the area, the Canal Mania area, but it wasn't built. It was intended to be a huge, long canal. um, And it was... um, the only bit that survived or was built was a branch and um I, I basically just said oh yeah this is this is the video you can watch um oh it was, uh, and i can't remember exactly where yes a hybrid in dorset or hybrid somerset oh my goodness me see this is this is this is bad mystery hour this is not me um <laughs> actually giving a co- comprehensive answer to the person's question other than i just copy and pasted the link to the video because it was two years ago and i can't remember maybe it's hybrid somerset thinking about it but mm. anyway the point being they they only built a branch of this canal and mm. um, i'll pop a link in the description below for both the podcast and um the YouTube video that will be out in this, but either way, we solved. Uh, I solved a little bit of the mystery and said, "Watch the video." It wasn't through any any great memory of mine or any um, mm. massive knowledge. It was just a yeah. case of, "Oh, we did a video on that. Here's, here's where you can watch <laughs> it." It was part of the Dorset and Somerset Canal, and the only mm. bit of that canal that was built was a branch of about four or five mm. miles long. But mm. it's wonderful, and there's loads of there's loads of it left, and you can go and see um, this guy's house. He bought it in the 1970s, and it's got an aqueduct in his garden, on the Dorset and Somerset Canal. It's called the Hucky Duck Aqueduct, and it's called the Hucky Duck because the people that built it couldn't pronounce aqueduct. All these all these navvies that built this wonderful structure in this guy's mm. garden couldn't pronounce aqueduct, and apparently they called it Hucky Duck um <laughs> and it, the hockey duck aqueduct still survives and the guy is so lovely that i i promise you now you could go and knock on this guy's door and he'll give you a tour of his mm. house Um and up onto the aqueduct lovely guy used to be a train driver mm. um but I google it people hockey duck aqueduct anyway i've waffled enough about this mystery <laughs> That's that fantastic. I, really I,
0: I, I do have one mystery actually thinking about it um yeah so um, yeah. it is kind of <clears throat> it came about when i posted a picture the other day of the Dyke Hills in Oxfordshire um, so I'm not going to take too long on this but it is river related yeah. <clears throat> so you have around Whitnham clumps and this is you know again s- still just about within our territory here I think <laughs> the river, well, Thames, <clears throat> <clears throat> river Thames was the border between Wessex and Mercia for a lot of the time um, but uh, just north of the clumps you've got um, some, uh, some parallel earthworks um, that's uh, called the Dyke Hills and it struck up a conversation on Twitter between myself, Professor Alice Roberts, and Dr. Wendy Morrison, who is a Hillfort specialist who studied the area and has written about it. And she also, there's, there's, I also saw a video or heard something that she was describing. I actually met her there for a point once. Um, and so the River Thames comes down from north to south to the clumps, it then goes along the bottom and it's joined by the river Tame. So (coughs) you've got the Thames or Isis as it's probably known in this area, and then um, you've got the river Tame and that creates a U-shape of rivers. And so the settlement in the middle of this U-shape, they cut it off by draining the Thames at the top along to meet with the Tame, which effectively made the whole area an island. Um, and so you, you can see these dike hills, and, and that's uh, that was the mystery. It's like someone said to me, What are the dike hills? And you know, if you look at a map, it's fairly obvious. And um, yeah. my theory wasn't disputed by um, either Professor Roberts or uh, Dr. Wendy Morrison, so um, I'm, I'm taking that as being correct for now, yeah, totally.
1: <laughs> absolutely, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. So, do send in your uh,
1: mystery questions if there's something you've seen locally or something you want to know what it is. Uh, me and heady would love to have a look at it and um i may even plagiarize it and get a video out of it who knows yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, for the for the youtube so obviously we're going out not just on wessex ways podcast but we're also got wessex ways youtube where you can see these podcasts no doubt today paul will probably put us in some kind of a roman amphitheater or something that making us look a bit ridiculous um, but that's uh, that's what happens when you leave the editing to him to be perfectly honest with you uh, I'm at his mercy here so uh, from Paul and I in our Roman amphitheater um, yeah yeah so it's, been a pleasure. it's been great so any uh, <clears throat> any mysteries any uh, stories you want us to cover just uh, send us uh, an email or send us a Twitter message or put it down in the comments down here if you're on YouTube Um and yeah, that's it from me, really. Yep, yeah, we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining Cheers us. You. Thank you. Bye bye.